it that we believe is there? I don't know. That's the thing. I we don't. No flat earther knows any of these know. questions. And that's know. another thing we get is like a lot of the ball earthers are like, well, then what is it? And you're like, we're not saying we know what it is. We're saying we don't know. Now, the, because they keep rotating around Polaris, which you can time lapse, everyone can do you it. You can see it. You can, you can set your goddamn watch to it every night if you want to. It seems like the stellosphere or the stars are rotating like a clock around, around us. Yeah. Now, do they go under us or, you know, like what are, what is like getting back to what you said? Where is, what is it? us? Where, is, yeah. where are they? We don't know, but we can time them. And I promise you, if you're flying around at 60,000 miles an hour this way, spinning a thousand miles an hour that way around the sun going 63 million miles an hour there around that, there's no fucking way Polaris would be sitting dead straight in the sky just can't every happen. night. It just can't happen. Yeah. When you, no way. Hmm. So are the stars moving around us all together at once? Well, it seems like it because they never get farther away. None of the, cons you know, if you've got a constellation here and here as opposed to Polaris, they never get closer or farther away. Mm -hmm. That we know. We can measure that. Mm -hmm. We know that. Mm -hmm. Astronomers don't disagree. So whatever the stars are and whatever mechanism they move at, they all move together as if they're one. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Now, and a lot of people ask Flat Earth, well, then how do you explain that? I'm like, <laughs> how, what the fuck do I look like, Houdini? I don't know. How to do I look like God? Or? All I can tell you is it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's take this phone right? call. Uh, good morning. Uh, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Cindy. Hi, Cindy. You're on the air with Steve and Patrick. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Hi. Hey, listen, I just had one. What made me switch to um, the flat earth versus the brown? And I'm sure people know about this, but I would say, okay, so let's say you get, get in a plane from, you know, L.A. to go to New York. Now, and let's say the earth is spinning, you know, towards L.A., okay? All right. One way you'd get there really quick, and then the other way you would never get there. <laughs> okay, because the Earth is spinning yeah, faster you'd be than a plane. Against it. Yeah, yeah. No, I tell people yeah, this Sandy, all the time. How fast? How fast is your plane going? If the Earth is spinning against you at a thousand miles an hour and your plane only flies 800 how long would it take you to get to but but, but, yeah, cindy, but yeah, cindy and, and, yeah but cindy what do people say when you tell them that how, how do they explain they, that how do they explain yeah that? they they can't and they just go well you're crazy there's no <laughs> flat i'm like figure it out <laughs> the people i've and talked to you about that is think about this uh, it's sandy right sandy cindy 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 cindy, cindy yeah sorry now think about if you, you, you get from L.A. to New York, but you're going to Miami. So now uh -huh. you start flying south to land on a runway facing north-south, but that runway is moving 1,000 miles an hour exactly, east to exactly. west. How does the plane land on a runway that's moving 1,000 miles an hour the opposite direction, right? What do the Globers no. say to that when you, when you say that to them, Steve? What kind of responses do they give you? Well, Sandy, what do they say to you? Yeah, they just look at me. They don't have anything to come back with. They look at me crazy. Yeah. And and I, I well, what and do you like have? how would you explain it? How would you explain it? How would I explain it? Yeah. I would say and? well, I can't, I would keep on saying, you know, hey, I used to be like you. I totally believed in the 
round, and when I started hearing about this flat earth, whatever, seven, eight years ago, I thought those people were nuts. But I didn't, I never researched it, okay? I just, I just thought these people were crazy. And then I was listening to some interview a few years ago about something not even related to flat earth, and I can't recall who it was, but they brought up something about flat earth, and it sparked in me something. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And that's when I started to look into it because it just sparked that little bit that, hey, I could be wrong. Okay. Well, all right, sweetie. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Which is a, you know, which is a great attitude to have. You shouldn't listen to what we're saying. You should come into this saying they're wrong. But you should also not dismiss what we're saying, like you just said. You need to go out and say, all right, I heard these three crazy people on the radio saying this is like this. You go out and prove how it's possible. Your plane could be flying 800 miles an hour west to east against a thousand mile an hour earth spinning under it and still get there in four hours. Yeah. <laughs> you can get there in 20 minutes and then explain how you can land north to south if the runway is a thousand miles west of you every hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and we've seen, you know, it's interesting, we've seen a lot of flight manuals. Some are, are from the government, and you've seen these, and they actually say it. I mean, you can read it. We, the Earth is flat. They say it right. I made a film, I made a film with 70 documents from NASA, the Russia, Did you? the U.S. Army, saying all their technology is based on, on a, a flat, flat non-rotating you have one. What's, the, film what's that film all called? All their documents. What's that film called? Uh, people can find that on uh, on Space Busters. It's part part five or six of Comets, Cataclysms, Coincidence. But you can just go on YouTube, Google. You can go find it anywhere. Like U.S. <laughs> documents. There's over seventy of these documents. Seventy documents. Really. Now, why would you be using radar technology, flight technology, helicopter landing technology? Look at the look at the. Uh, gun technology for the long-range ships when they have the long-range mm-hmm. uh, cannons on these aircraft carriers mm-hmm. that can shoot an aircraft a thousand miles away with a long-range missile and you look and their technology is built on a flat non-rotating earth well first of all how does your radar see something a thousand miles away that's under four and a half seven and a half miles of curve to even get, calculate where to shoot the missile how did your radar see under miles and miles and miles of curve? It's impossible. It's impossible. Yet they admit in their documents that that's how it works. Do you know, I, I know a good friend of mine who I really love. He's a very close friend. He's he's probably 75, 80 or something. And he was a pilot for 30 years, you know, with Eastern. And, I, I you know, he thinks I'm crazy. And But I but I asked him, I said, well, when you were flying, did you constantly dip the nose down so you could stay level with this because there's got to be, you know, there's got to be a drop. You know, what's the what's the yeah. ratio? And he said, he said, no, we didn't do it. The plane just did it. I mean, he really, I, how can you do, how can you fly? And I just give him such, and he, he thinks I'm crazy. I love the guy, but he, he just didn't mm. ever, th- he never thought about it. He, he just never, never thought about it. Well, again, you're getting back to the coffee spill analogy, uh, right? right? It's the same yeah, thing. Same thing. When, during the last lockdown in 2020 or 2021 coming out, I met a pilot from Norwegian Airline. I'm not going to say his name, actually. Okay. <laughs> he didn't know who I was, and I didn't tell him who I was because I didn't want him to get nervous. So on my plane break, I talked to him about mm-hmm. all this. And I said, do you think the Earth is flat? And he's, he's a pilot for Norwegian. And he said, yeah. 
I know it's flat. And I said, well, what do you, why don't you guys speak out? And he said, because it's the same as saying we see lights in the sky like UFOs. He said, if we come out and say this, we go through an, a, like a mental evaluation. <laughs> you know, he said, like, we get persecuted and we get a mental evaluation, can lose our license for saying this stuff. Yeah. But he told me off record, and I, I wanted to record him, but I, I didn't want to tell him I had a big, you know, channel like Flat Earth, so I couldn't do it. But this was a pilot for Norwegian Airlines told me, yeah, we all know it, but we can't say it really? because we want our jobs, which is fine. That's yeah, fine. Kind of like the medical profession with the whole germ thing, right? You know, they lots of them they just can't say anything well let's stay on this for a second well, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's very hard to get someone to admit sure. uh something when their paycheck depends on them <laughs> huh. <Here's, laughs> believing something here's else, a couple you know? comments on faceplant uh from ts hi ts a pure gold conversation from pure people well i do take a shower every day so i guess i'm pure so you have to ask steve um drinking and smush and Shemukin Flat Earth, riddled with anxiety because not everyone believes his beliefs. Okay. And here's another one. Now is just now is just present. It's yesterday, tomorrow, and all. Okay. Here's an email that I think we should get into. Um, Patrick, you have consistently referred to various planes of existence of consciousness, such as astral, causal, mental, on your show. Why would what we call physical reality be any different? It wouldn't. In other words, this existence is a three-dimensional manifestation where that which is more etheric and celestial in nature becomes denser due to intentional energy, frequency, and vibration. I think this guy's on it. I mean, why would it be any different? I mean, when you go on the astral plane or you read the ancient text about it, Steve, and everyone, it just, it just goes on forever. It's just uh, forever because people have created this reality with what they think astrally in the, you know, their emotional body since the beginning of whenever it started. I don't know. Maybe it's always been there. How could it end? How could physical reality end at the nice wall? Come on. I mean, like, there's this is it? You know, this is it if it's just a, a manifestation of what we believe? Yeah. I mean, really. Well, that's, that's exactly it. So, like, getting again to the coffee thing, right. just like you're saying, and, and you're the guy to answer this, not me, because you do astral travel, and I admittedly don't. But if you believe that there's a cosmos out there and space is real and blah, 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 blah you know, and you look into a giant telescope looking out in there and stuff, mm -hmm. even if the moon is really only three miles away from you, in your eyes, you're going to believe the moon's 280,000 miles away, and you're going to believe that the constellation uh, Pleiades is whatever they say. <laughs> I don't even know what they say, right? right. So, and, and it will m make it appear that way for you. Whereas if you and I look in the same telescope, it's like ask a kid on a, on a super moon. You know, sometimes the moon's like this big, and sometimes the moon on a super moon's this big. Right. And say, well, like, just geometrically, every night the moon's this big to you. And then they say, on this night, the moon rises that big and it's giant orange. And then by the end of the night, it's little white, right? Are you saying that moon wasn't 280,000 miles away, but it came so close? Anyone who can zoom 
<laughs> how, how far, how close would the moon have to be to look four times its size and orange to you and then be out there? You would have to admit that visually the moon had to have come from 280,000 miles away to maybe 40,000 miles away. See, one fourth and back. But whoever looks at this is going to believe what they just saw with their own perception exactly. because yeah. all that this is is a manifestation of your perception not the kid in gaza hmm. yours yeah. and so as your shows have been talking about getting involved in these arguments with people who have two totally different perceptions is fucking yeah, stupid it's, it's just not worth it, isn't it? because they can only argue on what they know and, and you're trying to say well i know this and you don't know that and i'm saying well if you know all this that they don't know why are you even arguing with a person who doesn't even know what you're talking yeah. about yeah. like you, you, it's like a scientist trying to tell a rat why it's making it run the lab you know in a more <laughs> in a more physical thing steve falcon by the way uh, call us if you want to be on the show or email patrick one radio network.com we see that happening you're in europe but we see it happening in the states with um, different realities when it comes to all kinds of political things first amendment gun rights whatever mm -hmm. and man they are splitting up and we're just you can see it and feel it it's, it's just a different reality and i think we're just gonna be in our own little reality and anybody wants to be with us well we'll be with them and i suspect too we're going to start to move together physically you know tomorrow whatever florida texas oklahoma tennessee and that's going to become another reality yeah. it's it's got a great movie there a screenplay there somewhere right because this is what i see going on well, yeah i see it you know I, I grew up like this like um i was in chicago i, I was an all, i was the only white guy in an all-black band and then one of those <laughs> black bandmates who i'm going to be interviewing soon about racism okay. was in my white band right and we were on different south and north side of chicago which is the white side and the black side and we both encountered uh, reverse racism, right? Now, when I was a kid, my dad would drive us into downtown Chicago. And, it, like, uh, you'd get off the intersection and where, where we're going. And, like, we'd be in a rough neighborhood, they call it. And some guys are coming to wash the windshield. And they would be black. And my dad would be like, roll up the window, roll up the window. Da, 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 you know, like, like total, like, uh, it's black guys, you know. But then my dad would say the same shit. He was in the coffee business. He would say, like, son... I worked with this guy at the plant for 25 years, and then he'd go, real nice black fella, <laughs> as if, like, the rest of them are not. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, really, he's a real and nice one. Yeah, I know. I've heard that. You see that? Like, yeah. like but he, he wouldn't, he would say it in a way like, I'm not racist, but this black guy was nicer than the usual, you know? Yeah, and then when I was coming up, I'm playing in a band with all black guys, and they're all fucking real nice black fellas. Like, they're as cool as any of the white guys. And I even saw them getting more shit taking them into my white neighborhoods than them taking me into the black neighborhoods, even though I did get shit. So again, it's 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 this perspective we all have, you know. It's like, mm -hmm. Dad, all the black fellows, most of them, are real nice black fellows, and there are a lot of fucking assholes in there Ooh. too, but because they're poor and desperate. And most of the white people are pretty nice, too, but there's a lot of assholes in there, too. And actually, ironically, most of them are rich <laughs> and trying to take over the world. And Show me all the black guys in the Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab. 
And it's no secret, Steve, with every globalist and media organization in this country, I don't know how it is in Europe, they're doing everything they can to continue to talk about the difference between men and women and, you know, the guys are bad and, and, and we've got, you know, the black and the white thing and every, time, every story. I mean, I, you know, the, I don't know how the BBC is, but NPR, you know, National Public Radio, they're the most racist yeah. organization on the, on, on the earth plane. Man, it's crazy what they do. They just want to make you just angry with these people. Wow, with each other. Well, the, for me, the funny thing is, like, mm -hmm. I, I'm a little different than that. I acknowledge and think there are differences between men and women. I think there are differences no. between black and whites. I don't think they're bad. I think they're real. And I'm. they're teaching you to hate, to look at. To hate uh, them, yeah. To hate like them, yeah. A, okay. When you look at the evolution of consciousness, right, like a rock, let's take the consciousness of a rock, and it does have a consciousness. I believe they do. It has, it has action, reaction. In other words, the consciousness of a rock is I push the rock and it moves. So that's action, reaction. reaction. Then you have another layer of consciousness called stimulus response, which is like I, uh, water. I add get hot water to a uh, to i add hot heat to a, a water water and it reacts it turns into steam and it, right it turns it boils and turns into steam and that that's another basic level of consciousness then you have a, a a lower conscious level called similarities and differences which is like a zebra so a zebra sees a lion coming or a, or a, bunch, or a zebra coming in a zebra you know, it has more, a zebra also has action reaction. I can push a zebra and it will either run or kick me. It has stimulus response. You know, I can do something to it and it will do something to me. But it, it knows the difference between a lion and a zebra. So that's like a third basic level of consciousness. And that's what all these movements do. They're trying to put a human who has nine more levels of consciousness down to similarities and differences going that's a black you're a white that's a jew you're a christian <laughs> you see yeah, that's well, a democrat you're yeah, a republic that, that's, that's their the game, same boy. consciousness as a fucking zebra yeah, yeah. has and you have way more levels of consciousness and they're trying to make you as dumb as two yeah. better than a rock yeah. that's what they're doing yeah i agree steve falconer patrick timponi uh Here's an email. We occupy a plane of consciousness. When you dream or go out of your body, shift your consciousness attention point into another dimension, the mind field. You don't see a ball earth. You see whatever your level of consciousness awareness perceives. This opinion is based on my own conscious observation, doing dream work, and doing out-of-body experiences. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's just the way it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you see, Pat? When you go out, uh, what do you see? I I'm just a I'm just a view. Even? No, I've never seen a view from that. When I I just I'm just really mainly talking with people generally in different mm -hmm. meetings or giving talks, and it's just the astral or I don't know what plane it is actually. You know, I don't even know where it is. It's just not here. You know. Have you ever tried to look? Well, I have, Maybe and the next time you. Or try try to I don't know can you like is it up to you or is it just I, it, it like is up to you now I, I work with a spiritual master but you're right the more I could really get into it and want to do it and think about it 
and contemplate it before I go and after I go. If you remember when you're there, I think you have the free will and intention to see more. Just depends on how uh, how adventurous you are and how much you think you can do. Just like here, it's just like here, you know. Uh, but mainly, my out of body experiences now. I'm just I just continually work out karma of of um, things that I create during the day. Like just to give you an example, it's crazy. The other day. Um, somebody, oh, I, I watched a clip of uh, Tucker Carlson talking about this guy who allegedly had a, a relationship, uh, a gay relationship with Obama, right? I watched it for like five minutes and said, well, it's who cares? You know, I don't care what he does. But I had some kind of reaction to it internally, like, you know, you sleazy guy or whatever, right? So that night, man, I'm sitting there having a conversation with Barack Obama. And it wasn't about anything important, it was just talking, right? So this is how it works. When we are for something, like saying, oh, Obama's cool, or Obama's bad, or Trump is good, we create karma. And we have to work that out, because we put, just like you said with The Rock, we have pushed something, right? And there's gotta be a reaction to it. And that is what John Lennon talked about, instant karma. When you create it, you can repair it, and that's what you do at night when you sleep, you're just working these things out. Oh, Obama, you're cool. You know, it's okay. I don't care what you do. Does that make sense? That's what the dream life is about. That's what we're doing out there. We're just, we're just kind of. Uh, well, I mean, that, that's really funny because that's what's happening here too. So, we've all heard um, David Icke or all yeah. these people. They talk about uh, thesis, antithesis. Mm -hmm synthesis right yes, right problem reaction solution hegelian dialectic right? right i don't think that people really understand how this works i i don't think people get this because we're in a world of duality meaning you cannot have hot without you and i have talked about this a lot right. hot doesn't exist without cold and cold doesn't right so what the elites know is that as soon as you make a thesis that doesn't exist as soon as you make that, because you're in a world of duality, already the antithesis or antithesis exists. So whether your thesis actually exists in reality or not, it doesn't matter. As soon as you put your thesis into the public consciousness, by default in duality, the antithesis exists. And so, therefore, all you're trying to do is work to get them to believe in the fictional antithesis instead of the fictional thesis to get the real synthesis. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think you're dead on. You're dead on. That's what we talk about, not to be for or against things, because every time we create right. anything, just like you said, anytime you create anything with your thought, with your image, like this is the way it is, there's another end on the other end. I mean, there just is. You've created a both at the it's same time. Yeah. yeah. You can create the mirror image or the image. They create each other instantly. That's right. And then your job is just to get people to believe in one or the other when both are totally fictional as well. Yeah. Both are made up, and that's why, you know, we try to do the razor's edge where you go through life and, you, oh, that's interesting, but not get involved in it and get caught up into it because you got to work out that karma. And I think that's why we're here on on this earth plane to figure this out and somehow blow this popsicle stand. I don't know. I don't know what our real. You can't not, I mean, you can't not get involved. You know, there's all these people like I'm. A, I'm an empath. Like, <laughs> as if they're special. You know, you meet these people like I'm an empath. Like that's some special trait we don't all have. We're all empaths. So 
this is one of the catch-22s they have us in. So they create a thesis. It automatically, fictional, it automatically oh, creates a fictional ant- antithesis or antithesis. Yes, sir. And then, be, you, be, and then they make you feel guilty that you don't care about the people in Gaza or about, you know, like, are the people taking the jab, right? Like, oh, my God, you know, who are you? You don't give a shit. You know, those who stay silent are contributing to this. And you're like, whether you stay silent or whether you don't, you're contributing to one or the other, which are the same fiction. And only really advanced spiritual people figure this out and can stay out of it and laugh about it all, even though it's not funny. But when you can find people say that to me all the time, like, what the fuck is this guy laughing about genocide? I'm like, because it, what am I going to do? Am I the guy who's like going to stop genocide for the first time? In human so I think, you know, as we talked about, I think our job is if you like your mission, if you choose to accept it, we all take our own special abilities and fun things that we like and try to bring more awareness to what is. And that's what you do in your films. And that's what I do. I don't know what else we can do. You do change the real. I'm not saying that whatever you do is futile. I'm not saying resistance is futile. (laughs) I'm saying resistance is not futile. But if you think your resistance is like the the spark that's going to change the world, like you're. you're, No, probably. Probably You're in our paradox. Probably. All of us resisting will change it if it's meant to be. Now, it, let's say we all resist right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say all of us wake up right now and go, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And da, 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 da. But no one goes out and starts shooting Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and <laughs> like and then you're gonna say, like, so so was how'd your resistance work? Because it's like protesting you can have a million man march which used to work you know you look at the civil rights movement like that did work when a million people back then came out for civil rights that did change it, it but did. now you can have a million people marching for COVID. the government's like you gotta be in bed at 10 o'clock and six foot apart. i can remember work. steve when in the 70s we were out in the streets against vietnam i I get, you know, I get goosebumps when I think about it. And we changed some stuff. I mean, Nixon, he, he, you know, he, he saw those people out there and all us. Mm. And he didn't like it. You know, he didn't like it. And so, you know, I guess we moved the law well, along you know, a little bit. Yeah, because he's the one who fucked you with the gold and silver well, standard. He already knew he oh, had you. Man, he's a, I already got you dudes, man. Hey. Okay, let's talk about a few. He's like, I already got you behind the scenes. <laughs> you can't trade in your dollars for gold anymore, man. I got you. Let's I'll talk about the black rights because I just took away all your rights, no matter what color you are. <laughs> let's talk about a few, uh, a few mundane kind of things. Not mundane, but different things before we leave. Thanks for being here. It's just really been great fun. Um, what's your take? Um, I started to think that they were going to run this uh, uh, new variant thing and really, really have a go at it here in this country. But to me, it's already feel like it's fizzled out, Steve Falconer. I don't think they're going to get any headway with this. There's companies saying we're not going to do any masking. There's states here in this country uh, saying we're not going to do it. There's governors saying no more masking for us. Trump's out there saying we're not going to. So maybe this one will fizzle. Do you think they're going to do something else like aliens? You know, what else are they going to do if this new variant doesn't work? What do you think? Uh, they're going to do this. One of my favorite fictional books that I've ever read, fiction, is this book here uh, by Robert Anton Wilson oh, called yeah. The Illuminatus Trilogy. Oh, yeah. Can let me put it. Let me do a screenshot. Of, 
We know Robert Anton Wilson. Yeah, that's great. Now, this is a book from 1975, and when you go to page 17, Mm. one of the themes of this book is that they take an anthrax, which doesn't hurt you. You can eat all the anthrax bacteria you want. But anyway, Mm. they make a a bioweapon out of anthrax, and the first variant of the anthrax in this book they call anthrax mu mu now that that was the name of the first covid variant was mu i'll be done and in this book the in this book the next variant they made was called anthrax delta which was the name of the second covid variant and then the third was anthrax delta mu now in this book all the illuminati they say to each other, Hail Eris. Now, Eris was the Greek goddess of trouble and deception. Yes. So in this book, when all the Illuminati meet each other, they say, Hail Eris. Now, there are a lot of Greek letters. You could say, yeah, but there's Alpha, Delta. You know, you can go down the Greek alphabet. You say, what are the odds, though, that the real fake variants came out in the order of Mu, Delta, Eris, and and then the new uh, the new variant, there was one that was called uh, EG5, which backwards is 5G. Whoa. And then the new one was, what was it called? Pirola, which people have been looking up, and it means dick or cock. Really? Hmm. So. So, so whoever, and, and you know the Illuminati card game, right? People are saying, like, well, everything that happens in the Illuminati card game happens. Well. <laughs> For people who don't know, the Illuminati card game was based on this book. All the shit that happens in this book is what the Illuminati card game was based on. Now, the all the variants were named after the variants of the anthrax, which is fake, in this book. Eris is named after it. The new one is named after it. I'm saying these people, whoever is behind this, which is probably the Illuminati, because mm-hmm. I think the reason they're taking the piss and following the script is as a joke, is an inside joke. So hmm. th- there's no way out of all the letters and all the Greek shit like they just happened. These yeah. three only get out. No way. Man. How would a they're guy like? How do you think a guy like Anton Wilson would become aware of that? In 1975, I guess. I don't think Robert was in on them because he's from Chicago and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, uh, I've heard a lot of his talks and stuff. I think he knew. I think he they well researched. And he wasn't the only author. Mm -hmm. Um, The other one was uh, Robert Shea. Yeah, yeah. So So, now, now the funny thing with this book is they claim both of them were on LSD. They wrote it together but at separate times and then what's great about this book is 30 different stories from 30 different time periods that you think are random are are progressing in this book and you're reading it going what the hell and then in the last two chapters they come together and make sense and then in the in the afterward of the book they say we've been mind controlling you and here's how we're mind controlling you with black magic and they tell you how they've been using neuro-linguistic programming which didn't exist in 1975 to, to mind control you yeah which is we the greatest a, book ever if you've never read this book, i have like not, telling you right now if you've never read this book it's the greatest it's work of fiction ever and as a screenwriter you should read this uh they're uh, 
There's a lady that put a thing up on the red hot chili peppers. We put it on Faceplant, I think 1970 or something. And they, they did this song, and it was all about everything that was going on here today. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder. Space may be the final frontier, yeah, but it's yeah. made in a Hollywood basement. Yeah. All of it. All of it is right there. So I wonder. So I guess what I'm trying to ask is that this whole thing, whether you talk about the moon and the germ and all that, that these people, whoever they are, they've been planning this for a long time. This is all part of a cosmic joke that they're just trying to do to make us crazy. Since 1975, if you read this book, yeah, and the people are like, how come the symptoms uh, keep predicting all this sure, and sure. stuff? Well, yeah. yeah, if you're on a script and they've all been on a script, of course, they're not predicting it. They're putting it in your mind because they, as again, to come full circle, mm. everything is coming from mind, which is ether, which condenses through the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, what do you, mm. hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, mm. whatever you want to call it, into a physical condensation. They're making reality happen by putting this shit into your head fictionally in mind through movies and books and da 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 so that you will condense that ether into reality and make it happen for them yeah, i agree in other words hmm. they're not doing this we are you're doing it <laughs> because they've made you believe this crap when you watch a movie like outbreak or whatever dustin hoffman right oh my god and morgan freeman and dustin hoffman are running around oh monkey scratch this guy if you believe that shit you're the reason that they can lock you down because you're the dumbass who believes a monkey can scratch you <laughs> and give you a virus Boy, Holly, scratching the guy in hollywood's been Africa. in on, yeah hollywood's <laughs> been in on for from the beginning of time hey i tell folks about uh, because of this uh, new variant uh, i think it's called eris or like you said uh, you guys are going to do the end of COVID again free now just to so people can understand the germ theory steve yeah the really the original one we did and you can go to www.theendofcovid.com okay. mm -hmm. so if you signed up originally but you didn't get to watch all 90 modules your old login will now get you back in to watch whatever you missed which mm -hmm. is great mm -hmm. if you didn't and want to and most people always ask me like they want to watch the two sessions on how to detox the shots out of them from last time <laughs> most of the people say like i took the shots but i want this shit out of me so you can sign up and from october 1st to midnight october 11th all 90 modules are free to you ah. plus the bonus modules and then after that it's 77 dollars. and even you know what at 77 bucks the information in here is so invaluable like it's priceless like if you you know i understand if you don't have 77 dollars because these days i think most, most especially when the gas yeah. is gonna go yeah. did you see that bloomberg article um they said the price of gas in the states is gonna go up from 75 or 80 a barrel to 300 dollars a barrel uh, uh, which means oil? gas really did you see that no i did not i know that oil is on the rise yeah. This was Bloomberg. They said, I mm. think gas is at 75 or 80 bucks a barrel right You're now. You're talking about oil. They said oil. it's going to go up to 300 which means your gas is going to go up to like $20 a gallon, 22 We're at 3 I paid 380 for the cheapest stuff yesterday here, Texas. 380 mm -hmm. What do you guys pay over there? Yeah. 
What do you got? Oh, we've always been way worse than you guys. Like, we, really? we're paying as much for a liter, which is a third of your gas for the whole thing. Like, we uh, Europeans always laugh when Americans are like, how can gas be $8 a gallon? They're like, we're paying that a liter, man, since forever. Is that right? So, is that much, huh? Yeah, yeah but, but what I'm saying is, imagine your gas goes up uh, three to four times what it is now, mm-hmm. and they say the average American is four hundred dollars away from bankruptcy. Right? I've seen those. So what are you going to do when you're two gas fill-ups away from bankruptcy? You're going to go bankrupt. Uh, yeah, they they want to destroy this thing, don't they? They want to burn it down. Boy, that's what they're going to do. That's what they want to do. Well, they they want to burn and rebuild America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. America's been the eyes on the prize. It, it's America. Yeah. This whole new world order reset is about America. Yeah. That's the shit. America's the shit. You're the only one who had freedom, so you thought. <laughs> so right? we you had a real constitution, so you thought. Yeah. You could say what you want, and you can drive a motorcycle down the street with like whatever. Yeah. You it's America. Even the broken, even in the ghetto, Americans don't understand that. Even ghetto Americans have more money than like lower middle class Americans. They have a better apartment. They they don't get it. Like Americans don't really don't get how good they are. And my ex wife said this to me. Here's what Americans really have. Hmm. My ex wife is Danish. I'd take her to America. We'd go to the grocery store, and, and I'd be in the checkout line, and me and the, the checkout person would talk. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, where are you from? I'm living in Denmark. Da, da, da. We'd go to the toll booth. How you doing, darling? Oh, cool. Did it, right? Like this and that. They don't have this in Europe. Americans don't understand. Like Europeans who don't know each other don't say shit to each other. You get right? the money. You get the right. fuck out of yeah. there. You ignore them. Da, da, da. Americans talk to the most we talk to everybody like yeah we talk to everybody street. <laughs> americans have human equity with each other they they say we're americans right even though it's a false belief that you're the freest and the best sure. in america what is the best about america is that they have mutual equity respect for each other and the grocery store guy and the toll booth guy and the i don't care if you work at the bank of america as the ceo <laughs> you talk to each other and this doesn't happen over here it Patrick, doesn't, doesn't really happen. interesting so do you think that the, in where you are you're in denmark um that they're going to do the central bank thing and try to run with that currency is that coming to a neighbor here near steve do you think um, I saw a thing because we're already kind of screwed out of different systems, so they said we're not. <laughs> oh, really? I saw a thing that said Denmark won't. No, not gonna but do. it's already because, like, I can't even um, – they've already got us on this thing. Like, this, it, it's not a digital currency, but it's like I can't even buy some shit online without, like, you've got to okay this through your iPhone to make sure and scan the QR code. Really? You know what I mean? Like, really? I can't even go online and buy, like, a, I don't know, like – some tweezers or something like that without a, a triple verification so we're already on really on huh? but denmark didn't take the euro we we we're one of the two countries that kept our currency ah okay yeah good for you yeah that was pretty us in england yeah england kept the pound we kept the danish kroner mm-hmm. everyone else went to the euro so we're still strong however we're on this um system right like this uh what do you want to call it? The digital system. Digital system. We're on it already. Sure. Yeah. I'm on it too. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm on it. I can't. 
I can't pay my rent without, I can't be like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, well, you can't pay your rent. I have to scan the QR code. We're on it. Already. Really? Oh, see, it. we don't have to do that. Here's an email from Clarice, and we'll let you go to work. Or, oh, what time is it there? You're probably going to go to bed, or what are you going to do? Where are you? What time? I'm up, and it's uh, 9 o'clock. We can keep going. I've got nothing going on today. Oh, cool. I can, too. All right. Clarice wants to know, all right, so this whole flat earth thing just makes my head explode as patrick says what would be a couple good videos that steve would recommend that i could watch to see if i could make the turn <laughs> she wants to make the turn to a flat earth a couple of videos well, what do you think for starters you should be a flat earth skeptic okay. so i would go into your research not believing flat earth then i would go personally to eric dubai's 200 flat earth proof he's really which good is very easy yeah he's really good. yeah and uh, if, if you want me to be egotistical, <laughs> once you're a little bit more advanced, um, you can go into Space Busters at BitChute or Odyssey mm -hmm. and look at um, Space Busters with Dave Weiss, Stephen Ross with Dave Weiss, debunking Flat Earth. And we get there a little more advanced, you mm -hmm. know, but I would just start with Eric Dubai's 200 Flat Earth Proofs which is real basic shit and it's going to old um synthetic yeah. astrology yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know again don't come into it trying to believe flat earth or believe ball earth layer layer beliefs at the window and go look at the evidence and use your brain just like your washing machine like if i told you that your washing would spin around at 90 miles an hour and your clothes would fall to the middle your brain would be like, no, why would my clothes fall to the middle when I peel them off the side of the machine every day? If someone tells you water sticks to a ball, go take a glass of water, pour it over an orange, and see if it sticks to the orange or if it falls around the other side of the orange. Like, just use real basic common sense with what they're calling physics. Yeah. The other, the other night, my, a, my golden doodle was lying here with me. She woke me up at two in the morning. Somehow the doggy door was closed. I had closed it earlier for something. And she wanted to go pee. And I go outside, Texas night, the most beautiful moon. Like, and, you know, I'm just standing there just looking at it and breathing. You know the sun is not illuminated. And you just know it. You know, I don't care. You don't need a computer. You don't need a Flat Earth Dave or Steve Falconer. You just know. I mean, you just know the sun is not illuminating that big you just don't. Well, you know, but they don't. Another one is go look at what's called the dark ridge in the sky. Like, we can all see the Milky Way in the sky. Right. There's a thing called the dark ridge, which is pitch. It's like the, the anti-Milky Way. It's dark black, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, it's like a black hole. I don't, you know, whatever they say. Well, it, go out at night and watch. This constellation will hit the dark ridge. Then it will disappear behind it. And then it will reappear on the other side, but the dark ridge is supposed to be farther away. <laughs> You're like, well, what? <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't you, wouldn't you see the constellations go in front of it mm -hmm. and then pop out? No, it's a black hole. It sucks everything. Mm -hmm. Well, how did this thing go behind it? Well, it would let you know that wherever all the stars are that are moving together, right, whatever the black ridge is, it's not moving with them or else they wouldn't go behind it. They'd all move together at the same speed. And they do. If you go look at Orion and any constellation you want, right? 
when they move through the night sky, they all move at the same speed. Orion doesn't move this fast, and the Big Dipper moves this fast, right? There's no constellation that moves across the sky faster or slower than the other. They all they move, move at the same speed, yes. same distance, but not this black ridge. And, <laughs> and these things go behind it and pop out on the other side. So you have to say, what is it? what's that? <laughs> you know, like, what is, is the black ridge like a crack in the projection? I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying I know, by the way. I'm not saying I know, but... Is it like there's a projection moving and the black ridge is on the screen? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you, 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 had, you had a movie screen with a, a slit down the movie screen and the the cameraman moved the movie while the movie would move through the slit, right? Yes, but the yeah. slit wouldn't move. Yeah. move. So I'm not saying I know what that is. I'm just saying, what the fuck is that? What, <laughs> like, is, it? You know, what is that? What is that? Well, Why uh, doesn't the black ridge move with the stars? Um, when we when we started the show before we went on the air, we somehow and there's many people that believe that everything kind of changed when uh, JFK was 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 assassinated. And I remember the day it happened. I was a senior in high school, and we got announced or was at twelve thirty. <laughs> it was twelve thirty, and they told us that the president was shot. Uh, I think it was about twelve thirty, and on a Friday. And we spent the weekend watching TV and we watched Lee Harvey Oswald get shot and the whole thing. And But there's been about a thousand books written about it uh, saying, no, nah, it didn't really happen like Lee Harvey. But and I watched a video by Jay Widener, which one is a fascinating one, and he claims that Kennedy wasn't even shot. That it was, it was with a squib, you know, with, he's a movie maker and he said it was a squib thing. It's a fascinating. Exactly. It's a fascinating uh, documentary because he really gets you convinced that he never was shot, and he went into the back seat. Same with Bobby too. Same with Bobby. His hairstyle was parted on the right, and it was on the left. Really? But I don't have to shot like. And, and that's the one thing. So <laughs> they've got the main narrative, right? You've got right. Lee Harvey Oswald, in, uh, uh, Colonel Mustard in the library with the candlestick. <laughs> right. You know, you've got like right. Lee Harvey Oswald with the magic bullet that. Uh, then they got these 50 other conspiracy theories, you know. And they oh, get it people. The CIA, it was them on the grassy knoll. Yeah. yeah. And blah, blah, blah. One thing none of them say is that they he didn't actually die and that it was an actor with a blood pack, which starts to make sense because in some of their own conspiracy theories, they look at the morgue pictures and go, that's not JFK. It wasn't him. That guy's hair's parted right. to the right. The bullet, right? Even in their own conspiracy the morgue picture isn't JFK, but none of the conspiracies say they filmed that shit to make you think he was so that he could become the first deep state operative to run the U.S. government without the U.S. government control oh, for the Jesuits. Is that the story? Behind. Is that the story that JFK is actually a spooky guy and he's running the show from behind or was? And, and did live. Yeah. And then he. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. Then, he was gay lovers with uh, Len Biles, and then Bobby was the same. He had to take over for JFK because JFK was really sick. So then he gets uh, fake killed, and then all of a sudden he's laying on the ground after being shot by Sirhan Sirhan, and then his hair parts from the right to the left, and he's turned sideways, the bullet, right? So no one's ever told the one other conspiracy out of the 50 options, did these people really get really shot and killed? Yeah. Now, remember that the Kennedy family was a Hollywood family. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, the oldest brother died in a plane crash 
but never found his body, just like JFK's alleged son died in a plane crash and never found his body, yet he's at Trump rallies for the QAnon. See? Did these fuckers actually die? Did Charles Manson actually do that shit? Were the Tate murders real? Or was this Hollywood product? Was this all made in a Hollywood basement, right? That's the one option they never give you. Hmm. And then you look at RFK right now. Oh, the media hates RFK, right? They're like, he he's anti-vax, he's anti-this, he did a book about Fauci, he's anti-this. <laughs> you're like, yeah, he is. Because it's it's like this. If you've got a million or two billion people who believe this, whatever they believe, right? Mm -hmm. It's impossible to control a million or two billion people who believe this. So how do you control them? Well, what you do is you give them one, two, three, or four, or ten leaders who they attach onto, who tell them they kind of believe what they believe, right? They kind they. You, you pretty much believe what I believe in, and I'm your leader because I'm doing something about it. Well, now you can control two billion or two million people because all you have to do is control the two or ten people uh, yeah. that those people follow. Well said. You see what I'm yeah, saying? No, well said. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I like you can't it. control two billion people, but you can control ten people who lead two billion mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. and and that's what they do now. Two billion awake people are not going to follow RFK Jr. if he's talking bullshit they don't believe in. So, of course, he has to say what you believe. The vaccines and all that. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. The vaccines, but he'll never say there are no viruses, there are no this. Never there are no, like, he said climate change is real, we should lock y'all, right? Yeah. But because he said, like, oh, Fauci uh, made a lab in China, <laughs> he, he, he did bust Fauci, hmm. and he did say this and that. So now you got two billion people going, well, oh, did you see the mainstream media are, are, are dissing this guy? And you're like, yeah, because that's how they get you to follow him, is they diss him, and you they know you hate the mainstream media. They'll goddamn well. Oh, wow. You don't trust them. Interesting. So yeah. they make it look like they don't trust them either. It's the Pied Piper, man. Yeah. So how would you then uh, conjecture that RFK Jr. is playing all of this thing with the election, just out there to to do what you say and that's about it that he won't he won't he won't be in or anything i don't know and yeah. i'm actually i'm just watching it like you are okay. as an outsider yeah. i have no stake in the outcome yeah. but as a guy who knows i'm watching wwf pro wrestling right it's like <laughs> it's like who do you think is gonna win wrestlemania 24 hulk hogan or andre the giant you're like i don't give a fuck i, I just want to see who you're supposed to think is gonna win right so yeah. yeah i'm just like you i don't know but what you can do is once you know that all this politics is rigged donald trump Everything. biden that once you know it's rigged you can watch what they do and then you can see what they're up to and if they make your buddy who mm -hmm. you think's your buddy the underdog if they put your underdog in power <laughs> you know they're really messing with you right <laughs> you know. if they put your enemy in power oh. and it's the same anyway they put your enemy in power to make your enemies divided from you to feel like yeah we mm -hmm. won this time and then they'll put your guy in charge next time and you're like no we won 
and then you two are going to go shoot each other in the streets with machine guns and they're not they're not going to do the same uh here's one from uh, stella does steve understand how they can put a holographic image like a spacecraft in the sky is that possible yeah, I think you and I talked about yeah. this last, last time. Last time, uh, yeah, we mentioned it. I saw uh, yeah, a holographic 3D expert who said um, you would need a strontium, barium, and aluminum uh, in the sky to make the projection screen to do it. And those are the three main ingredients of chemtrails. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very easy. And so, so, you know, I think well, the other thing is, too, they know there are right now, there are going to be real uh real signs in the sky of there are some big earth changes coming really? by the way like hmm. climate changes it's not global warming or cl- man-made this and that there are huge real climate changes coming and they're egging it on with you know uh weather wars and that but that's because there are but if you if you see shit like not mm-hmm. weather related right if you see stuff in the sky that's metal or you know whales or jesus if you see anything in the sky that doesn't look like a tsunami or thunderclouds or hurricanes or whatever they're doing that it's it's a projection all the way and don't you think it's curious of all this alien stuff that's coming out you see the pictures they found of these aliens and they're just shoving it down uh they, they've had uh things in the senate and the guy comes up and said oh yeah we found these guys remember see that a couple months ago so they're really running with they're the like aliens. A foot tall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, the foot tall aliens made out of chalk are controlling the world. <laughs> <laughs> you should be afraid of it. You're like, he's a foot tall, man. I got kick it. My dog will fucking kill that guy. <laughs> Get out of here. And just when you You've think. Seen it. What do you think of that? That was ridiculous. And just when you think it's safe to go on the water, this is a hilarious one I put on Faceplan and, and on Telegram. They're coming out saying that people with the Neanderthal DNA are more susceptible. Did you see this? <laughs> this new variant. Seriously. I mean, they must really think we're stupid, you know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, people with Neanderthal <laughs> genes are twice as likely to develop life-threatening forms of COVID. And here's how you can check to see if you've got them. Scientists found that 33% of the people in Italian city had Neanderthal genes. I mean... How can you make, I mean, you've got to drink a lot of scotch to make that stuff up, you know, or smoke a lot of whatever they smoke. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn Lester said to me, like, she's like, you'd have to be Neanderthal to believe that story. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I, they're just taking the piss, you know. That's the funny thing, you know, like, the, the Bible didn't mean this, but the Bible, you can read very deeply into it in other levels. It said you will know them by their works. Hmm. And, and so once you understand what's really going on, you can see that is a blatant piss take. And it's fu- it is funny, actually. It really it's a pretty is. Great that's, article. that's pretty curious. I saw another meme where this guy had like a test tube full of green stuff, and he said, we finally uh, isolated pure retardium, <laughs> which is like anyone who believes that story. And it's getting funny, Patrick, because that was like a mainstream media article, right? Mm, yeah. It wasn't even the Onion or the Babylon Bee. It's getting to the point where you read a, an article and you're like, is this a joke? You have no idea. for real? Yeah. And I think you that this is, I mean? this is going to be challenging, too, for people who are really looking for the truth 
because now you're beginning to see some real videos explaining some things and people are starting to say, oh no, that's CGI, right? So they're going to work it back against mm -hmm. us because nobody's going to believe anything. Nobody's going to believe anything. Yeah, hmm. which it will be, which is, again, yeah. why it's not what you and Patrick and I are saying or what they're saying. You need to hone your intuitional skills, your knowledge base, so that you have enough. You need to turn off your fucking yeah. Netflix and whatever bullshit you're doing. As fun as it is, I get it. It's a great escape from a horrible day. I get it. Until you have the uh, the knowledge to know this is bs and the spiritual vibration to see it and feel it and know it beforehand you're just going to get taken so if you haven't done that my advice to you is if you're a person who's like well i i've got five kids and i just work all i don't have to i don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about i don't know right my advice to you would be if you see it in any mainstream media article at all, whatever, it's bullshit. And if you just stick to that rule, I don't care what you know or don't know. <laughs> just stick just to whatever that. anything mainstream says, just say the opposite, and you're already 80% ahead of the curve. Whether you know why or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah? I think what matter. you said, too, is interesting that we should just uh, dig into a little bit. As a spiritual being... We know what the truth is, right? On a deep level, we know what the truth is about everything. You know, whatever, germs, the earth, politics, we know. And then when we do discover it with a video or a talk show or reading in our research, we come to that conclusion that it's right, not because this book has convinced us it's right or Steve has convinced you it's right, but Steve brought it up and you know it's right. You already know it's right. And you go, oh yeah, well, see, that's right. That's how it works. Mm. That's how it works. And it's like, it's, it, yeah, it, you know, we're, and the thing is, that it's not some mystical shit. No, like, how no. do I become a spiritual being? You are one. You, you are don't one. become one. You are one. You just don't know you are. You've all, I don't care if you have 20 kids and 14 jobs and da 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 da. The phone rang. You knew it was your mom. You don't know why you knew it was your mom, but it was your mom. And you also knew your dad just died. You knew it was, you, you know, knew you're like, spider sense of tingling and you're just like a regular person you just knew this is wrong yeah and we all have that we all are that we are all spiritual beings you don't research and become spiritual beings what they're doing is throwing <clears throat> so much bullshit in your direction every day that you don't read your feelings and intuition and feel that buzz in your body and that electricity and that emotion because they've got you emotionally charged over some Everything. dumb shit yeah. your boss did the earlier today like your kids Poli you know yeah, politics they've got you so energetically charged up over shit you shouldn't be charged up over that you don't feel your own energetic impulses anymore you don't become a spiritual being you, you realize you are one yeah well said so that's it yeah that easy you don't have to do anything except understand that there are people who don't want you in touch with those feelings you're all psychic you're all intuitive you're all loving you're all empath. i'm an empath you know, you're all that <laughs> but you they're fucking with you so the brave new world said 
will just send so much bullshit your way every day that you can't even handle it. You don't even want to read the news because you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, way, people, what are you, where are you going to start? You know? God love you it. People get whale, so confused. You save the oil. You save, you know, like, wait a minute. What do you say? Yeah. You save yourself by just knowing everything you see is bull- bullshit. And as soon as you know that, you don't oh. even need to look into it. You don't. I, I get emails all the time. You know, the people like me talking about this stuff. And they say, well, I really want to learn how to create my own reality. And I just write back and say, well, you are. You already are. You do it every day. This is your reality. Yeah, just create, create, create you what you want. Do it. It's already created. Create what you want. Yeah. Create what you, you don't want. have your own reality. It's already created for you. Like, you don't even have to do that. that they're trying to make you think you have to work. Yeah, you have to work. Yeah, that's you, right. You need to yoga and meditate you like you don't need to do shit you don't need to do yoga you don't need to meditate you don't need to research all you need to know is that you're spiritual and everything that's happening to you what's going to happen whether you do yoga or not <laughs> is going to happen to you and accept it and chill the fuck out yeah. and if you can do something about it right now do something and if you can't do anything about it right now, don't waste the next five hours worrying about you didn't do anything. Do what, like feed your kids, have a nice dinner. Do what you want. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. There's there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Not really. I want to play this for you. I hope you can hear this. This was some guy I found, and it's it's just such a, it's a little video. Um, I don't know. There's some spiritual dude. He was just cool. Let me see. Let me see if I can play this. Oh. Oh, yeah, here it is. Let's see. Shake your head if you can hear this, Steve, when I play it, okay? If not, I won't play it. Mm -hmm. Here. What is the meaning? Yes. Hold on. What is the meaning of life? Stop thinking so much about life. Life is made out of actions because it's not gonna fly around somewhere and by luck you're gonna grab it. You find something and give meaning to it, something you like to spend your time with, something that gives you purpose, then no need to wait for the sense of life to come. What it means is you start to create that life that you would like to live. What is the meaning of life? Stop thinking so much about life. Life is made out of actions because it's not gonna fly around somewhere and by luck you're gonna grab it. You find something and give meaning to it, something you like to spend your time with, something that gives you purpose, then no need to wait for the sense of life to come. What it means is you start to create that life that you would like to live. What is the meaning? Isn't that beautiful? I mean, I, 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 I saw that last night ago. That is so simple, but so powerful, you know? Just wake up and do what you want. You know, do something. Be creative. Create something. Action. I love this guy. Or, or, what he's missing is or nothing, right? So the, we're Americans. You and I are Americans. The American dream says if you uh, work your ass off and bust, <laughs> spend all your time busting your ass and make a trillion dollars like the Rockefellers, you made it. You, you, you've been here, right? Well, no. The meaning of life is there is no meaning to life. If you believe in the sperm, if you believe in the mainstream story that a billion sperm had a race to your mother's egg and somehow the one that was you was the only one that got there and she fought off a billion other ones somehow with magical fucking anti-sperm <laughs> repellent. If you believe that crap, still, 
think of yourself like that. Say, out of a billion motherfuckers, I've never mm-hmm. ran a marathon or climbed a mountain, but out of a billion fucking swimmers, I was the one out of a billion that got into that egg. I'm a miracle already, if you want to believe that story. You're already a miracle. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to start your own channel. You don't have to be a Rockefeller. You don't have to do anything. You can feed your kids, read them fun bedtime stories, make someone who is really sad and was going to kill themselves just love you for being in their life. And like, and that's what it's that's all about. I'm getting tears yeah. thinking about it. Like, just you being you is the meaning of life you know it makes me cry because people don't understand this like there's no meaning there's nothing you have to do you've already won the lotto (laughs) you've won the lotto you're it baby as you always say you know you can see i get emotional that's good that's true it's very true what you're saying yeah very true what you're saying very true there's no meaning to life. If you spend your whole life <laughs> saying, what is the meaning of spending my whole life? <laughs> That's how I spend my life, writing books about it. it. The paradigm. And folks, the too. The meaning is yeah. to spend your life however the fuck you want. Yeah. You want to sleep in until, you know, three in the afternoon? Do it. You want to win a nobel prize do it you want to whatever eat mcdonald's every day do it that's the meaning of your life is it's your life not theirs and don't you dare dare let them tell you how to spend your life oh that's great that's i want that's so that's so profound what you just did and i appreciate your your emotions about it let's send it there that i mean that's this is that's it do your life you know do it just do it do it. Do it. Mr. Steve, your friend and uh, a brother from another mother, thank you for being here. Really was was fun. You too. Sorry to get choked up. No, no. I, I get choked up all the time. Don't worry. I cry all the time. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the air crying all the time. People say, are you cry, baby? I said, yeah. I love crying. No. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. Well, that's another good one, you know, too, like before we go. Uh, yeah. You know, they try to, they're trying to take female uh, characteristics away from females. Like, oh, you you shouldn't care about your kids. You should care about work. And then the same with males. Sure. You know, they're like, oh, you you, 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 you can't cry. Yeah, weren't you brought up like me? Like, I was brought up like if a man cries, you're like a pussy or something. Like, you know, something wrong with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Weren't you taught that? Like, uh, like you, you were in the army, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine crying in the army? Like, get back. Oh, oh, actually, we used to cry a lot in my home. You know, nobody said anything. It was my mom, and she would cry when she was happy, and, you know, we just did that. Italians, you know, Italians. You're drinking, you know. Oh, you're Italian, yeah. See, you know, you get together and you cry. <laughs> yes, that's great. All right, my Steve friend, uh, good, good job. Uh, remember the end of COVID? Again, Steve, when is that going to be... Uh, uh, free again for a while so people can check it out do you know yeah it's free again october 1st through midnight october 11th okay. and there's no occult meaning to that for anyone <laughs> about that. Um, and even if not like if you can afford it it's 77 dollars, and i can tell you the information in there is worth i think thousands of dollars oh yeah anyway it's it's a free chance for you to to, to watch it share and it's really important that for yourself and your family, you understand the, the information in there. But also that 
we we try to give you a knowledge so that it, it's not supposed to be like people like Patrick Timponi and myself. Like, you know, we can all go on the radio and do this all day long and all that stuff. That that's all cool, but we can only reach so many people. You know, you, you're listening to us. That's great. But you know, a, a thousand people we don't know who aren't listening to us, and they know a thousand people. So, the idea is to give you the same knowledge, so that you sound just like we do here, so that we don't aren't anything special, which we aren't. There's nothing no. special about anything Patrick and I said today, except that we're crybabies and you aren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we we really need like you know in every in every movement there's also controlled people but there's real people trying to get information out and unfortunately with virology the information sounds complicated and it really isn't so that's why i make films by the way if you want to go to space busters on odyssey or bit shoot go look at my films the end of germ theory or a farewell to virology with dr mark bailey yeah this really isn't that complicated, and we need everyone to do what we're doing, not on the radio, unless you want to, then you'll make people. a radio show, but in your life. You yeah. know? And folks, uh, uh, just once you understand that there is nothing out there trying to kill you, all right? Nothing in the air. Nothing. Well, Bill Gates. Who's well, Bill Gates? yeah, but I'm talking about, you know. <laughs> And it's really, a, it's, it's such a wonderful free thing because there really is a nothing trying to get us. They're just, a, except as Steve said, some goofball, you know, psychopaths, but you know, they always will be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's only, that's only about, it's about a thousand of them. You can, there's eight billion of us allegedly, so against a thousand, come on, man, we could take them out. Well, it's fun being on the earth plane, whatever it is, and we never did come up with where is it, haven't we? Well, we kind of. We got kind of close well, talking about. I agree with you. It isn't. It isn't. It just is, right? It just is. is yeah, it? it isn't. It isn't. Where, where, where are your taxes? No. <laughs> point, point to your taxes. Where are they? <laughs> That's that. All right, yeah. Steve. We just are. We just are. We'll see you soon. Take care of yourself. Let us know if you need something: coffee or tea, ammo. You know, just let us know. <laughs> crossbow yeah see excellent well thank you very much patrick great to be with you again my brother and we'll you. do it again soon man love you soon thank you he's all cool. right thanks brother that's steve falconer space busters you can find him and yet yeah bit shoot odyssey and uh just google him up or duck duck him up and you'll find him so we're going to take a little break here we take thursdays off work on our screenwriting or go out and uh, go out in the yard and see what's going on take walks we will see you Friday morning, 10 o'clock, uh, with Hannah Walsheiser, and we, we talk about um, everything that's fun to talk about. So I love you all very much. Thank you. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you Friday morning. Uh, may the blessings be. Take care. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, that was fun. <laughs> oh, it's like, <laughs> Give me the link for that one, man. Uh, that was really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, man, we, we really dug in there, didn't we? Huh? <clears throat> you know, it's 